Oi, we got a ship going into the harbour. Where? Right over there. Yeah, all right. That's not Ernest, is it? Ernest Donovan. Nah. His fleet had five ships in it. Hold on. What? That's his flag. What? That's Ernest's flag, mate. That's his ship. Fucking hell. One of those ships is sinking, too. You've got to be fucking me. Buggering my ass up. We need men to swim out to the, that ship. Help those men get back to the shore. Welcome back to The New World, presented, as always, by Vitamin Dice. I am your game master, Volando Man, and I am, as always, joined by... Hi, I'm Caden Wise. I will be playing The Stranger. Hi, I'm Josh. I am playing Alig Stoneseeker. I am Connor Mann, and I am playing Elsie Wayward. And I am Frankie Chapel, and I am playing Bast Botros. All right, welcome back. So... The last episode was each of the characters getting their letters, inviting them to the ceremony where Lord Calder III, the Lord of the Kingdom of Haverall, was explaining that there was going to be an expedition to the newly discovered continent led by Captain Madrigal. And there was a big uproar because Captain Madrigal is a woman, but Lord Calder encouraged everybody to just shut the fuck up about it. And that brings us to now. <laughs> With a little bit of help. <laughs> So I think let's do a quick scene of everybody's morning and them getting to the ship. So we'll start with Alig. What does Alig's morning look like? Alig uh, gets up, kind of excited, and he talks to himself for a few minutes as he gets dressed. Picks up his bag with all his supplies and stuff. Walks out the door and goes, "Oh, almost forgot." Runs back in, grabs his cartographer tools, you know, very important, and stuffs Ah, them into his bag and then closes the door and off downstairs where he orders a uh, to-go cup of coffee, if available. Uh, I think in this area, they would have coffee. Coffee typically grows in areas such as Bativon and Nadalar, but it can be shipped across the Mahobran Sea, so it's available here in Lindal. Hey, he gets coffee with creme. Now that's it. All right. He spends a few minutes drinking down his coffee, and then he opens the door into the crisp morning air and heads towards the docks. Well prepared for his adventure. Yes. Perfect. All right. So, uh, Bast, how does Bast's morning go? That's a good question. I spent a long time talking with Captain Madrigal, but I do. We're rooming in the same tavern. So my room is like right next to hers. <laughs> okay. Because yeah. why would I be far away? I'm her bodyguard. Right. So I guess I get up. I collect my things, you know, double check everything. I head downstairs and I have a bit of breakfast and go back up to check and see if the captain is ready for me to escort her to the ship. When you go up there, uh, having eaten breakfast... Double check that you have all your things. Captain Madrigal is just leaving her room. She has sort of bedhead hair. She has this long red hair. And she's like, oh, you got up early. Yes, I always get up early. Wow. Yeah. Flame. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's get to the shipyard. All right. And we're off. And Ralph, what is the stranger's morning like? So the stranger is up in his room. He sort of sat in a meditative pose on the floor. Spread out in front of him are his many implements, and he is currently sharpening one of his knives. Yeah. Sets it down with the rest, and we'll say from a cinematic camera perspective, you see his back, and he has the wrappings removed and the mask removed as well. Mm. All you can see is long red hair 
that's pulled back. Mm-hmm. We'll just do a little bit of a montage here as he puts all the all of his weaponry back onto like the bandolier and the belts, checks yeah. to make sure that his pepper box is loaded, sticks in the holster. So does the audience get to see what his face looks like or the audience does not. What, right. what color uh, hair, like what shade of red are we talking? It's a dark red, like a almost to a maroon. All right. Uh, I think wow. as the stranger is uh, getting all his stuff together, uh, there's a knock at the door and somebody says, uh, hello, and they begin to open the door. What do you he do? He throws a knife at <laughs> the door frame just where the door sort of opens, you know, like yeah. that little door frame where you look inside, throws right. it at head level. And it embeds itself directly in front of the person's eye. Do not come in. They just go, oh, ah. and you hear scurrying <laughs> footsteps. You just hear Elsie's animated little footsteps. <laughs> it's it's the fucking uh, it's the gnome come again. <laughs> no, oh no, not that. The, Anything but the that. Audi- the audience does not understand that reference. Well, no, yeah, the they, audience might. Yeah, they for- might. Was that still kept in the episode? The outtakes. Some of the ones. Oh, in the outtakes. Yeah, in the bonus. Oh, if yeah. you guys want the outtakes, then definitely. If you guys want to understand that inside joke, head over to our Patreon to hear the outtakes. <laughs> the outtakes includes all of the extended bits, such as mm-hmm. when we talked about Pip Vipers for a very long time. <laughs> yep. The stranger goes over, removes the knife, and puts it back into his bandolier, and then goes over to the mirror, and the audience still doesn't see. He j- They just see his chest and on the uh sort of shelf of the mirror you see the wrappings you see his mask he takes the wrappings begins to wrap his head oh actually there is one thing the audience would see without his wrappings you they see that his ears are extremely long and pointed Hmm. does he have an unusual skin tone they don't do they mostly see silhouettes they mostly see silhouettes. They would just see that he has the long pointed ears. He, right. wraps, he wraps his head up and sort of tucks the ears in the wrapping, mm-hmm. pulls up his hood and takes the mask, looks at it with the mask facing him and then places it on his face, turns around and then begins to make his way to where the first mate is, where he will do whatever is needed. Sounds good. Let's go to Elsie. How does Elsie's morning go? Oh, fuck. I jump out of bed and, <laughs> and I grab a bunch of random clothes out of the dresser and shove them into my backpack and I haphazardly throw on my armor. It's all like lopsided over top of my tunic. Right. And I grab all the flower crowns I made in the herbal kit and I just stuff them into my bag and I throw it on and I run out the door. Fuck, I'm going to be late. <laughs> I scurry full halfling speed down the road. All right. We come to the shipyard, uh, and it's still before sunrise, but the the sky is sort of a, a light gray towards the horizon, although in the west it is still very much dark. And uh, everybody's there except for Elsie. <laughs> and Lord Calder says... Um, <laughs> All right, so we should begin loading the ship now. It looks like everybody who will end up going is uh, <laughs> is here. So, uh, oh, oh, hold on. <laughs> Does she often make a habit of this? I lean over to In, the stranger, and I'm just like, it seems, it seems so. In my experience, yes. That seems wholly irresponsible. Yes, and considering she's sort of of the faith, it's wholly irresponsible. <laughs> okay. I do not understand. <laughs> Nobody laughs. laughs. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I just come like drifting around the corner. Of dust. Um and I've got my t- staff that's like twice the- as tall as me, and and my silver holy symbol is just like flailing, like it's tied <laughs> to the top of the staff. Yeah. And I come around the corner. I'm here. Don't leave. Hello, Elsie. Late again, I see. I was beginning to worry that you might be on time. <laughs> um. 
but you have assuaged my worries. Well, um... My anxiety is through the fucking roof, though. I I exceed expectations. (sighs) Yes. May the fortunes of the kingdom of Haverall go with you. Uh, Chantra's blessings. Are we ready to go? Well, it will take a little bit to finish the loading, but then, yes. Well, now I'm waiting for you, then. I was getting to that. (laughs) (sighs) Aelig? Hey. As the expedition's cartographer, uh, we would, of course, appreciate as many accurate maps of the new world as you can provide. Yeah, I can do that. You will be handsomely paid for whatever maps you're able to bring back, of course. Sounds good. Elsie Wayward, uh, you are to perform any holy duties, such as funerals, may they occur, not to be dour. And as the naturalist... We would like you to try to identify as many new plant and animal species as you can. And whatever notes you can bring back, you will, of course, be well rewarded for. And he gives similar notes to the arcanist and the linguist. And to the bodyguards, he simply says, Keep your liege safe, and if they come back alive, you will be well paid. It shall be done. I take my leave. May the hopes and dreams of... Havral, go with you. And they turn to leave. Amen. 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 A man. A man. All right, let's rock this shit. (laughs) All right, so after a little while, uh, Captain Madrigal says, All right, the loading's done, everybody. Get your fucking asses on board and let's get the show on the fucking road. You got it. Road? It's ocean. Yeah, the ocean road. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. Whatever you say. Look, are you the captain or am I the captain? Eh. I am the captain now. I am the captain now. Look at me. I am the captain now. I am the captain now. All right, so you get all get on the ship, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Does anybody Correct. not get on the ship? I refuse. Tell me now or forever hold your peace. No, I get on the ship. Okay, great. So it is a big, a very, very large ship. Actually, there's a couple of smaller ships that follow this main ship as well. It's in the style of a English man of war or a, uh, I believe I'm getting that right. It's like a galleon, a Spanish galleon, that sort of thing. You all should be relatively familiar with that type of ship. This, uh, this main ship that you're going on is called the Haraway. And without further ado, anchors away and uh, the ship begins to move out into the sea. Uh, you watch as the city of Lindal and the shore of Haveral get smaller and smaller in the distance until eventually they will fade out of view entirely. The trip is estimated to take about two weeks based on Ernest Donovan's notes. And here we are starting out in hour one. Uh, How do all of you feel about being on ships at sea? Confident. Great. I think Best is also pretty confident because she grew up on trips. Yeah. I would say Aelig despises it, but he's all right <laughs> with it. Like, he, he gets somewhat motion sick, but for the most part, he's fine, but he just hates the smell of the ocean air. He prefers the smell of earth and dirt. Yeah, that's fair. I do prefer earth and dirt, but I don't mind so much. Okay. If we have an opportunity... The stranger would like to approach Bast, wherever she may be. Very well. <clears throat> All right. You appear to be a warrior. What is your profession? Mm, this is a good question. I guess you could say I am a mercenary. Mm. And what would you say is your particular skill set? What special moves, as they say, are you capable of? I'm a blind fighter and an echo knight. Fascinating. I have heard of such warriors, but did not expect to see one. Well, now you have. We should spar sometime. Get the feel for each other's capabilities. Perhaps. Hmm. I would consider this. Very well. And he just turns around and walks away. All right. Okay. Can I approach Aleg? I'm currently in my room reading a book about uh, lost civilizations. I will knock on the door. Hey, who is it? It's Elsie. Hey, come on in, little lass. I open the door. Yes. He he peers up from his book, like, yeah. Get get on with it. 
I didn't expect you to be chosen for this. I mean, not that you don't deserve it. I I, I would agree with that. Uh, I was not expecting it at all. I was uh, studying some trinkets from a find that I've yet to solve what they're for. When I got the letter, I guess uh, my math's really all that good, eh? Well, they can't expect you to map the whole continent. They said it was as big as Grockvale. Possibly as big as Grockvale. And hopefully by the time we get a foothold on this on this uh, new continent, there'll be plenty more cartographers to join me to cross-reference. That sounds like quite the project. No, it certainly will be, but it'll certainly get my names in the record books, and I'm all for it. Um, I made you this... And I, I take out the purple flower crown, <laughs> and I just, like, awkwardly extend it towards you. <laughs> <laughs> he takes it gingerly and goes, ha, you're a cute one, aren't you? And he puts it on with a smug little grin and continues I, to put I, You don't have to wear it if you don't want to. Hey, no harm. <laughs> okay, well, I guess we'll be working together, so. Most certainly. I'll see you around. Yeah. Run out of the room. (laughs) (laughs) Ayla gets up, closes the door behind her, (laughs) because she left it open. (laughs) 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 Little jingling noise. Yeah. Is there there anybody else that any of you want to speak to? I think Bass is feeling like the ship is fine. She's like not concerned about the ship at all. What she's concerned about is like all of these new people because Bass <laughs> is like not used to working with other people or like having friends. Not that any of us are friends right now, but <laughs> not with not that we are friends. Yeah, <laughs> we're not new acquaintances. <laughs> yeah, like there's a bunch of new things happening for her, and she's feeling very anxious about all of this newness. Yeah, so she's kind of like standing. I don't know, ship directions, like starboard side of the ship or whatever, holding her necklace, which is the perioptive health, I think is what it's called. I see. What does it look like? It looks like, so it's on a gold chain mm-hmm. and there's a little charm, I guess you would say, of an arm and the arm is holding on to a little gem, a red gem, like a ruby or a garnet, and it's shaped like a heart. But on each side of the heart is a face, and one side is like a frowny face, and the other side is a smiling face. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So, Bast, you're standing on the deck at the moment? Yes. Can you roll a D100? Oh, shit. Oh, my goodness. Awesome. <laughs> is lower better? We won't know till we find we'll out. I guess we'll find out. Wait, so what's this for? He has not disclosed that. Oh, yep. So as you're standing on the starboard side of the Haraway, holding you know your necklace, you begin to notice something in the water that the ship is coming towards. And at first, you're unable to tell what they are. But as the ship continues to move in their direction, you notice that there are about 40 or so bodies that are floating in the sea. And birds like ravens and crows have begun to land on the bodies and pick at them. I think the stranger was on deck too. So would I be seeing this as well? You sure would. Can can I approach as well? Why not? Okay. Does Aelig come up or does he keep reading? <laughs> so wait, what's going on? I'm confused. I, w- I, mean, I was literally Aelig would know. So. I was on my way to go talk to Bast, anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I see her looking down into the water, so I'll approach. So yeah, I'm not. I I I'm completely and wholly unaware. Yeah, there's no reason for you to be aware right now, anyways, because nobody's yeah. been like, oh my god, yeah, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Yeah, I'll just climb onto the railing and just sort of grab onto a rope and look and see if I can see if there's like a shipwreck or like something to discern why there are just a shit ton of bodies here. You do not recognize the bodies in the water. You do not recognize the bodies in the water. You do not recognize Okay, the thank God somebody gets the reference. <laughs> SCP, baby. I forget the number, but I know my SCPs. Anyway. The fuck? So can I roll like an investigation or something like that? This will use perception. So uh, I, I think you just can't tell if it's a shi- shipwreck. But Elsie is looking as well. 
And Elsie, you are able to pick out a uh, rotted piece of timber as well. Look, uh, a piece of timber in the in the water. How are you? Can I hear you? Like, are you next to me? Yeah, I'm like next. I'm like in between you. Okay. And the stranger. Do you think it's a shipwreck? Can I see any other um, clues? to uh, what happened? No, you are left to make your own deductions based on the bodies and the bits of timber that you were able to, the singular bit of timber that you were able to spot. I'm keeping my eyes out on the horizon and surroundings to see if there's like anything in the water or beyond that might pose a danger. There's really nothing in the water other than this. Well, my attention is up. So yeah, that's good. Oh, this makes me nervous. Fear when Valandal says that's good and nods. Yeah, that's good. I think I'm starting to freak out. Yeah, fear. Yeah, no, guys, it's great. I'm best. I, can I touch you? Yeah. Yes. Okay, I'm just gonna reach up and touch her elbow and use vigilant blessing. All right. Interesting. I, I feel All like right. something bad is gonna happen. You can spring into action and protect us. Absolutely. I turn to the nearest crew member and ask where Captain Madrigal is. Well, I believe she's in her quarters. Why? I feel I must go and alert her to this whatever this is. Oh, somebody should go get Aelig. Attention all of the crew. Starboard side. A number of bodies can be seen. Keep your eyes open for any threats in the surrounding areas. Uh, Someone wanders over to the side of the ship and goes... Oh, wow. <laughs> Bodies. <laughs> so Bast- oh, He's dead. <laughs> Bast leaves to go find Captain Madrigal to tell her what's going on. I, I reach into my pocket and I take out a flask and just hands shaking, unscrew the top and take a swig. <laughs> yeah. Do you often drink while on duty? You mind your own fucking business. <laughs> And I put away the flask. My business is the <laughs> security of this. I clutch my staff too with both hands. <laughs> my business is the security. <laughs> Shit! I I just drop down on onto the deck, and I just tower over her, and I said, "You must become calm. <laughs> there is no Be reason." Be calm. She's gonna like <laughs> <Yeah>. shit herself. <laughs> Holding a gun to someone's head. Big harm, I'm saying big harm. no assistance <laughs> to our cause. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Bast, uh, you, when you open I the door this. to Captain Madrigal's quarters, uh, you are immediately blasted in the face with some smoke. <laughs> Damn, she uh, hotboxed okay. in there. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, what smoke? kind of One smoke? Bomb, two, six, six, baby, that's all we need. <laughs> well, I mean, you could roll a nature check if you wanted to identify it. Soji Kush is bussin'. <laughs> I mean, okay, yeah. Okay, go ahead. I mean, might as well, right? Yeah, why not? Holy Ooh, shit! That Look at that! <laughs> oh, what the fuck? She's Holy like, I know that. Shit. That's purple dank OG pineapple explosion. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. <laughs> it's uh, it's actually Valerian root, but it's a specific type that's native to Haverall called. Azure Valerian. Is that a psychedelic? It's a mild psychedelic, but mostly it's just a sedative. So ketamine. Dang, that's what I need. It, uh, it also has some- Fucking freaking out. You know, pain killing. <laughs> Do ketamine, I must, and commit war crimes. <laughs> I kind of want it to be canon that me and the captain are like friends. Okay, yeah. So I- Just friends? That's the impression I've gotten. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah, I'm kind of like a little informal with her sometimes. Yeah. Oh, I shithead, there's bodies in the water. <laughs> she has her feet up on this big oak desk, and she sees you come in, and she's taking a, like a big drag from this like this pipe. And she says, what is it? God, Morgan, do you really have to smoke that? <laughs> yes. I'll do it if I damn well please. Based. <laughs> Based and psychedelic pilled. Well, listen, there's about 40 plus bodies up there. I don't know. It looks like maybe a shipwreck, but I have to wonder what could cause such a violent shipwreck. Um, any number of things, most of which we probably haven't even discovered yet. Well, yes. You know when Ernest Donovan went, he left with five ships? Do you know how many he came back with? I do not. One and a half. 
Well, that's encouraging. How about you come up on deck and <laughs> we can figure it out? <sighs> yeah, I'll meet you up there. All right. She sighs like, you stupid bitch. <laughs> based. <laughs> based in anger as you killed. And then goes back up on deck. And I'm all like professional again, like, Captain Magical will be up shortly. The first mate is the the uh, the half-orc. He says, all right, well, everybody keep your eyes out for signs of a shipwreck. We need somebody in the crow's nest at all times until uh, we say otherwise. When Captain Madrigal gets here, of course, she can give you any new orders she wants, but until then, you'll do what I say. Understood. Uh, can I turn to the stranger? And yeah. are, are you, like, up on a in the rigging or, like, no, what? No, I'm currently on the deck, just sort of pacing from one side to the other, eyes completely outwards, focused. I mean, you can't really see what he's looking at. Right. But you, But his head is just constantly swiveling. I even have my hood pulled back. The entire head is covered by the wrappings. Yeah. Hey, stranger. Yes, Huffling. Uh, well, I've got a spell, if you want. I was thinking you want to be able to to act quickly, right? If, if something happens. What kind of spell? Just to make you, like, uh, be able to spring into action, like what I did on Bast, but different. Similar. He just extends his hand. I will hold his hand and cast Gift of Alacrity. Ooh! What is everybody else doing right now? Alig has been notified that something's going on oh, at yes. this point. All right. Did you come up onto the ship, the, like the deck? I suppose so. He takes a sigh and goes, hey, not even. How far into the voyage is it? Uh, It's been uh, less than 12 hours. Yes, yeah, uh, not even a full day and already some commotion. Oh, that's why I hate the fucking ocean. Puts down his book, but dog, well, dog ears the page, closes it gently, puts it on his bed, and begins to head up. All right. Once you set off, the sun did rise and was climbing higher in the sky. But as the day went on, the, the sky kind of clouded over. And it looks like there might be some kind of a storm. It's a bit gray out. But eventually, one of the sailors is uh, looking over the side. And all of a sudden, they seem confused. And then alarmed. And then a little bit terrified. What did you see? One of the bodies. It's climbing up the side of the boat. Oh my god. God, shit, what the fuck? I run over, pulling my my pepper box out, and jump onto the railing, and I look down. Do I see the body that's climbing? Let's let's have everybody roll initiative. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I've got a three. I'm, pr- I'm probably just frozen in fear. <laughs> that's entirely- Oh, fuck. <laughs> and A, like, doesn't know what's going on. He's like, what? Sounds about right. So for the audience, uh, Elsie has rolled a three, I have rolled a 17, and Alec has rolled a seven. Oh, oh my shit. god. Oh my god. Fucking Let's see what natural <laughs> 20. I just Let's rolled go. a natural 20 for a total, plus a three, plus my initi- initiative, which is, which is plus four, so that is 27. Yeah, too Holy bad that was crap. on an initiative he was fucking, roll, though. He, no, he was on top of it, though. He was. This is very fitting for the scene, but like... Well, uh, one of my house rules uh, is that if you get a nat 20 on your initiative roll, you get an extra action on the first turn of combat. Really? What? Holy crap. Fucking, when was yeah. it? Dude, <laughs> fucking... It's pretty new, but... Incredible. It's so you don't feel like a nat 20 is wasted on initiative. That's wonderful. Yeah, that's fucking fantastic. Am I able to roll an attack with that action? Yeah. I, w- okay. I would say drawing your pistol is one of your actions. All right. But that means you have two full actions after that. Am I currently... Looking at the creature? Yeah, you're standing on the railing and you see that... So there's sort of this like netting that's on the side of the ship. And uh, it appears that like one of the bodies is climbing up the netting. But it also looks like you can see just bits of them emerging out of the water or some of them below the water. It looks like they have stuck to the sides of the hull like barnacles. Huh. This is most concerning. Prepare yourselves for battle. And I will take... So I have two actions plus a bonus action? Yep. And that's starting with your pistol out. Okay, starting with my pistol out, I will use both actions to throw two knives at the creature. Okay, great. Go ahead and make the first one. Oh no, that's an eight. You throw the first one and it splashes down into the water. It's and one then down. The, the second one, because you're using both actions, 
you will get a minus five penalty on this attack. Roll. All right. So I'm just, it's just a straight roll. Come on, baby. Hey, hey there we go. An that's 18. an 18. We'll hit it. All right. That is 1d4 plus five piercing. Nice. nice. Max damage. Nice. Dice God and bless you. because I have attacked it with a standard roll, with my bonus action, I will use my pepper box and yeah. I will fire at it. Okay, great. 18. So you throw the, the second knife. You take a half a second more to, to aim and align the shot. You're throwing downwards, which is a bit unusual. So the second one just like splits into the skull and the one that was climbing falls off. But there are others that are beginning to climb up as well. So you shoot your pepper box at one of the other ones, I would imagine. Okay. Uh, but 18 will hit. So go ahead and roll for damage for that one as well. All right. This is just 2d6. Two dice, six. Oh, damn it. Four. Not great. This one, the bullet kind of zings through the a bit of the trapezius muscle, but this humanoid seems completely unperturbed by that. It, it literally damaged its flesh, but it kept climbing. They are climbing. After the stranger is bast. Yes. So how many actions do I have? You get two actions and a bonus action. Uh, right now, you are standing near the you know, the side of the ship. Okay. Are there? We'll just call them enemies on mm-hmm. on the ship deck currently. Yeah, I, I would say uh, you're you're able to look down and confirm that there are humanoids crawling up this side of the boat as well. So I am going to create an echo and pull my kopesh. Great. Uh, would you like to describe what your echo looks like? My echo looks like me. An echo is a magical translucent gray image of you that lasts until it is destroyed, until you dismiss it as a bonus action, until you manifest another echo, or until you're incapacitated. So it basically is like, it's an image of me, but it's gray. I see. Uh, And I imagine that you and your echo draw your kopeshes at the same time. Yes. Fuck yes. All right. So cool. I kind of, if I can also, I kind of want to um, put my mask on. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. You and your Echo do that at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Elsie just looks over and she's like, what the fuck? (laughs) She's like, double take. Next is their turn. So they're basically all going to use all of their actions for movement uh, climbing. And so ones that were on the bottom begin to climb up the sides. Ones that were closer to the surface reach the top of the deck and begin to climb up onto the deck. Do any of them enter my melee range? I would definitely say that doing so uh, would provoke an opportunity attack. Okay, I will use one of my throwing knives and stab it instead of throwing it. All right. We'll say this is the one that you shot already. Okay, so we'll just do... Natural oh 20. Ooh, Total of all 25. Right. All right. Uh, so I'll just Holy do one. Fuck. I'll do 1d4, and I think it's plus two. Well, we know what this means for the next session, I mean, right? It's 2d4. Oh, my. It's 2d4 now. 2d4. Holy crap. Well, next on, on a critical hit, crap. you okay. add the maximum on your die. Oh. oh. So four plus two. So th- uh, three plus two. And then a, a four on oh, top of that. and then a four on top of that. So nine. then nine. nine. All right, yeah. Uh, would, so would you like I, to describe how you just obliterate this guy? <laughs> so he's not one that has a knife in him, right? Uh, no, that okay. one just died. Oh, he just died. I see. Yeah, this is, it got like shot through the, the shoulder. All right, I take one of my knives and I just stick it straight up into the jaw, like in between my fingers, pull it out and then just judo kick him straight off. <laughs> nice. <laughs> You get to you get a good spiral on him. Whee! <laughs> I think Bast, you know, as as a couple begin to climb onto the deck, they would prov- provoke an opportunity attack from you as well. Okay. So you can use your action to attack one with your kopesh. Let's do that. Oh my goodness! Nice. <laughs> Nineteen. Dang. Okay, so yeah, you see one hand and then another hand come up on the side, and as its head comes up, you just sweep viciously with the kopesh and lop its head clean off. (laughs) Clean off. And the hands, they still stay there. (laughs) As some of the other ones crawl up in other areas, the, the Navy soldiers... They get out these flintlock pistols and begin to shoot. Uh, Some of them miss, but a couple of them hit some of these and they fall out into the water. Then 
Next in the initiative is Alig. How many are on deck? Well, first, once you came up onto the deck, and there, there was time when you knew there was like something going on, where would Alig be on the deck? I would say like sort of right at the doorway that opens onto the main deck. Yeah, that, that makes sense. There's just continually more that are coming up and coming onto the deck. There's definitely at least one that is like you can get line of sight on. He snaps his fingers. Yeah. With a purple flash and swirling vortex, Gibby appears on the deck and just goes, <laughs> plops down. <laughs> hey, Gibby, it looks like we've got ourselves some combat already. And then he sighs, going, fuck, why so soon? And then, <laughs> and then he is going to draw his bow, and he is uh, yeah. going... When you summon your Drake companion, it can appear in an unoccupied space within 30 feet of you. Would you like it to appear right next to the side of the deck? No. I would say probably 10 feet in front of me. 10 feet in front of you? Yeah. Okay. Is, is he within 30 feet of my companions? I imagine that it's from the center line about 30 feet to either side of the deck. For him to be within 30 feet of somebody, you'll have to pick whether it's on the port side or the starboard side. Let's do the stranger. Okay. Yeah. So he'll be on that side, but still next to me, but closer to the stranger. Uh, then so you pull your short bow out is your next action? Yes. So it's a it's an action to summon the drake and an action to pull your bow out. Uh, uh, so if there's a bonus action that you have. I thought it, was, I thought it said a bon- I could summon my drake as a bonus action. Summoning it is an action, but commanding it is a bonus action. Oh, I see. So you could command it. I am going to command Gibby to give the stranger... Uh, what is it called? Something strike? Gibby, kill the stranger. (laughs) (laughs) Kill him. Kill him. Kill him now. Infused strike. Kill him. Nice. Whenever uh, you make an attack now, Caden, those targets will take an extra 1d6 damage of I choose lightning. Whoa. All right. (laughs) All right. Okay. Yeah. Holy crap. I I did not know... That you could do that. Yes. <laughs> I bet most people didn't. What does it look like when when Gibby does this to the stranger? So imagine like fucking Toothless giving like his sort of like bug eyed like mm, stare. And I'm going to say then the stranger's knives uh, have a faint blue aura to them and begin to crackle and sizzle with electricity. I imagine there's also like a bit of a bluish glow coming out the end of the pepper box. Yes, that too. I also have like a bunch of other throwing stuff. Yeah, so <laughs> you you just begin to glow blue. He sounds like a power line right now. He just like if you go near him, he'll hit. It looks yeah. like you had a bunch of blue glow sticks, like glow sticks. Yeah. Oh, nice! Holy yeah. shit! Uh, Elsie right. is just watching this all go down and just like stunned. Like the stranger just looks down at himself nods at the dragon yeah uh so next in the initiative is elsie okay so i was next to the stranger but then he ran over to the side of the deck right is there a a place where there's a group of them how close together do they need to be i'm looking for a group within like 10 to 15 feet of each other uh roll a d4 okay three at the moment that you're looking for such a group, you notice that you think you can fit three into such a range. As they're sort of climbing up? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to run. Can I quick move? How far do you need to go? Uh, well, I don't know. To the edge of the ship. Uh, the stranger was already pretty close to the side of the deck, so I think yeah. a quick move as a bonus action, you get to the side of the deck. I run towards the... Are they zombies or skeleton? They, they appear to have a, f- a significant amount of flesh on them. Can I play the xylophone on their ribcage? their their rib cages are not exposed i reach out and i reach out and cast thunder wave on them oh shit all right so they make constitution saving throws am i right constitution saving throw yeah wowee so we got a 15 we got a 21 and we got a 20 wow (laughs) one of them failed so I believe they all take some damage, but one of them explodes into pieces and flies away from the deck. <laughs> just, yes. The, the, one that, the one that <laughs> failed is pushed 10 feet and just flies off the side. And the other two. So like they, they all hold on, but one of them just like its body comes away from its arms that remain clutched onto the side of the deck speaking of which i just had my amshaw refresher at work and it was really funny because they were going over like hazard symbols 
and one was the blasting symbol. And they're like, what does this mean? And I was like, rapid disassembly of the human body. And the trainer just started laughing and going, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, so the other two take five what? points of thunder damage. So is that like Great. electrical damage or like what is thunder damage? So thunder um, damage is like sound and like shockwave. All right. Yeah. So all right. So concussive damage. Yeah. I think they're yeah. actually going to be vulnerable to that. So I think they just die as well. Nice. Okay. Thunder wave is effective. They don't fly off the deck quite like the other ones did, but they're you know they, they stop moving. I believe you have one more action. So I could cast a cantrip. Yep. Is there another within my reach? Uh, what's the reach of Sacred Flame? I mean, if if there's one within melee range, I can do that. Within melee range? Yeah. Yeah, there, there probably would be. Okay. In that case, I will cast Primal Savagery. Okay. And just my- So I'm holding my staff, and then my other hand just glows green, and I punch it. <laughs> okay. Skadoosh! That's a spell attack, then, I imagine? Yeah. Oof. Ten. <laughs> He he ducks you, man. Man. They're just that good, I guess. <laughs> uh, so then we should be back to the Strangers Initiative. Okay. How many are in front of me? So y- you can see all of them climbing up the side. So there are plenty. There are plenty? There are plenty. Ah, fuck it. We'll do this. I'm going to just take one using telekinetic movement and just move him 30 feet off the deck. Like 30 feet up? And out, like at an angle, sort of, you know, like a right angle? Yeah. Yeah, so he goes up, up, up. Or should I just drop him? That's true. You could have him drop- I'm just going to lift him up into the air and just let go and just drop him. Okay, great. I'll make a dexterity saving throw for him. Yeah. That's a three. (laughs) (laughs) So I think he just like- I don't think that succeeds. You hear a spine snap as it hits the, the corner of the deck. And then it just hmm. sort of slumps. Then I will side. take yeah. one of the darts on my bandolier and flick it towards another one. Great. Roll, yeah, roll don't forget it has electrical damage. 1d6. Yeah, it's gotcha. got some sparks flying off of it. Nice. 20. Well, it's a 15, but yes, now 20. Well, yeah, dirty 20. Dirty 20, yeah. So first I'll roll standard damage. That's seven damage plus seven? a d6. Okay. d6. Okay. Two, so nine damage. Two of which nice. is electrical. Does this kill him? Yep. All right. If that kills goes, him, thunk, if then... that kills him, I'll turn my pepper box on another one. Hell yeah! All right. Twenty-one. That's a hit as well. And that's two d six piercing. Fuck. Okay, three piercing and one electric. <laughs> Uh, th- this would be a good time to use uh, Savage Attack. Actually, once per oh. round, you can reroll the damage for a yeah. weapon attack. Oh, excellent. So, and I will do that. There we go. That's better. Six. And you can reroll the electric damage as well. Six. Oh, my God. Twelve. Nice. There Here we go. go. That's better. Yeah. All right. You kill that one. <laughs> Just blows apart. Yeah, boy. All right. Bast <clears throat> is up next. All right. Where is everybody in, in relevance to me? As you face out to sea over the starboard bow, to your right and a little bit behind you in the doorway coming up from the lower cabins is Alig, And then behind you on the other side of the mast on the port side is Elsie and the stranger and sort of scattered about the deck trying to keep away from the, the sides are some of the the navy men who have mostly taken out pistols and and once they come up onto the deck they begin to shoot at them where are the bad guys the bad guys are all climbing up on the sides of the ships and when they get there they they get to the first thing they can find so i think i'm just gonna cut off the hands of the one that's closest to me yeah go ahead and make an attack roll that definitely hits and then go ahead and roll for damage one do you want to use savage attack or you have that ability as well Yes. Oh, yeah, let's do that. All right. I guess it should be stated because D&D players might be confused. Every uh, martial character in our house rules has Savage Attacker. Yeah, because it's it's kind of an underwhelming feat, and I feel like it's it's appropriate for martial characters to just be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's why it seems like everybody took Savage Attacker. <laughs> they didn't actually take it. I just said, here, have it. <laughs> I didn't take it. I didn't take that. 
Oh my god. <laughs> a two instead of a one. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Alright, so you lop off the hands of this guy, and uh, the, the hands come off just as you expected. I think you can tell that like it's still moving, so that one doesn't die, but it does fall into the sea, and so it'll have to try to make its climb again without hands. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> that was basically just out of the fight thing, yeah. I guess. <laughs> so I guess my next move Mm-hmm. Also targeting one climbing up the side. I'm just going to mm-hmm. kick it in the face. Okay. Uh, you will get a minus five penalty on this. Okay. Dang. Okay, ten. If it's a shove attack, does it have to make a contested check? Yeah, I can do that. Uh, yeah, it, it succeeds that check. It is still grabbed on the side. Okay. Uh, on their turn, each of them is going to move to continue climbing up, and a fair number of them get onto the boat. Bast, Elsie, and uh, Stranger, you may all make opportunity attacks if you would like. It's not going to be worth much, but I'll try to bonk somebody with my staff. 18. That one's a hit. Do I still have yes. electric? Until Excellent. he is desummoned. 16. Max damage, 9. Plus five. That one dies. Would this be cool if I rolled it as my echo? Yeah, you could do that. Three damage on my attack of opportunity. (laughs) Three. (laughs) A 13 will hit. Nice. With three damage, you don't quite kill it. You just kind of bonk it, right? (laughs) Yep. I just bonk it and it keeps going. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you bonk it enough, it'll probably stop. Uh, so yeah, best. A 13 is hit. So your your echo hits one with an attack. Uh, go ahead and roll for damage. Seven. All right. You see your echo cut one down. Uh, I think the echo cuts it in half from shoulder to waist. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Oh, epic. <laughs> All right. And then the zombies are going to make some attack rolls. And they're, they're going to attack everybody basically except for A-Lig. So I didn't get an attack that round. You didn't get an opportunity attack because oh, nothing came yeah. into your reach. And the trade-off for that, I guess, is that you're not getting attacked now. Yes. Fine by me. <laughs> so let's say two are going to attack the stranger, two are going to attack Elsie, one is going to attack Gibby, one attacks the Echo, and one attacks Bast. That's a lot of things. Yep. Stranger, we've got a 19 versus AC. That will hit. Uh, You take seven points of piercing damage as uh, one that was already on the deck comes in and bites into your arm. Elsie, one of those attacks is a 21 versus AC. I'm going to use... Hold on. Yeah? When that hits, I'm going to use protective field. Does that use your reaction? It does. This turn, you've already used your reaction to make an opportunity Oh, attack. no. So, okay. yeah, in, in the future, you'll have to be mindful of, you, you have to choose one or the other, sort of. I should have been more clear that opportunity attacks use up your reaction. Well, that's good to know for the future. LC, you take five points of piercing damage. My armor reduces it. Mm-hmm. It's a painful bite, but it doesn't get through your brigandine. There's a 14... 14 versus AC for Gibby. I think that misses. Yeah, he has a 16. It just kind of gnaws at its scales. Bast's Echo is able to parry away a zombie trying to bite it. And then we have a 16 versus AC against Bass. But that so I said Gibby was closer to me. So did the zombie thingy have to walk up to him? Yeah. So doesn't he get a reaction attack then? Uh, opportunity attack? Uh, Yeah. All yeah, right. it would. Go ahead and roll that. All right. Uh, melee. That's a hit. Nice. Wow. 18. Well, it was almost a five. Yeah. But that's a six. Six. Okay. Uh, piercing. Yeah, Gibby bites its leg off, but then it, it sort of leans forward and is gnawing at Gibby's scales. <laughs> <laughs> Gibby's like, what the fuck? He's like, Get off me. Yeah, Gibby Stop. fucking- Stop touching Gibby me. Swears at and it swears at it in Draconic. Psych. Uh, next is A-Lig. All right. I'm going to attack it with to my shine. longbow. Well, first, I'm um, going to make it my uh, favorite foe, I believe. You do that as part of the attack action. All right, sweet. So yeah. I get an extra 1d4. Are you attacking the one that is on Gibby right now or a different one? Fresh one. You looking for a fresh one? Yeah, I'll say a fresh one because Gibby All can right. handle himself. He's a good boy. 
Sounds good. All right. So here's damage. Wow. That's it? Oh, nope. Savage oh. attacker. I get a reroll. Yeah. 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 You can use that savage attacker. True. Yeah. There we go. Four and then four seven. Seven. And then add a d4. Hell yeah. Nice. 11 nice. points of piercing. Yeah. You just snipe one. All right. He goes, take this, you rotten fuck. And he lets the arrow <laughs> loose as it flies across the deck and fucking nice. goes right into the neck and hits it so hard that it decapitates it completely. And I will attack again. Cause All right. You you will get a minus five penalty. Yes. So just a you straight D20. Hit. Nice. 17. Well, but that's that's with 12. the plus five. Yeah. A 12. Oh, sorry. 12. We'll miss, unfortunately. Oh, Balls. No. Cock even. <laughs> <laughs> You miss by just like half an inch and it sticks into the deck. Missed him by that much. And now, Elsie, it's your turn. So the one that I bonked. Yeah. Can I, is there another cluster anywhere? Roll a d4. <laughs> okay. Four. Yeah, so more and more have been climbing up. So this time there's a group of four that you can easily group together. Do I have to move to do that? Not really. Okay, nice. so I'm going to bonus action cast shillelagh on my staff great and i bonked the one i bonked before only nice. this time my staff is green and glowing so so is bast and uh elsie within 30 feet of gibby elsie is bast is not all right so elsie also gets the bonus i what the bonus electric damage yeah, yeah it's, it's when not only another oh. creature within 30 feet of the drake that it can see hits a target with a weapon attack the drake infuses the strike with with its essence. So if you're within 30 feet of it and you're attacking something, you're pretty much always going to get that bonus. So yeah, Elsie, oh you benefit God. from that. You get a 1d6 electric. Okay, so as I as I get go for the bonk, it starts to glow blue and I'm like, wait, what the fuck? And I, <laughs> and I bonk it. You're like, what's wrong? I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> Shit. Oh my God. 12. I'm going to uh, use one of my inspirations. I'm going to use oh. one of my inspirations. All right. That's fair. Because fuck it. Yeah, because fuck it. Why not? A 15. Yeah, that'll hit. Now roll. Oh, okay, yeah. Nine, nine, nine bludgeoning. Yeah, nine bludgeoning. An extra D6. And four. Four. Like, four. Like, 13 points of damage. Uh, yeah, that one is absolutely dead. Yeah. You're like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the electricity goo. burns its flesh. Uh, uh. Shit, I turn and thunder away for the others. <laughs> okay, so I'm making four constitution saving throws. <laughs> uh, we got a nat 20. Oh, Ooh. no. We got a 21. We got Shit. a 17. We got a six. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> We're like, no, no, no. no. Oh, yes. Oh. <laughs> All right. One of those fails rapid disassembly of the former human body that's a good one. bad that's not uh, terrible that's 11 that six or five yeah so one of them takes 11 instantly destroyed we'll say that one of them takes half damage but was still climbing up so that one dies and then one of them on the deck you know gets like knocked around but it's it's still kicking and then w one of them just like goes back but it does that thing where it's like on the tips of its feet and it like puts one of its hands down and has the other hand back. Like when superheroes get hit and they're just like, <laughs> they like slide across the floor. Oh, one hand up. Yeah. So how many got killed? Just one? Two. Two of them? Mm -hmm. Hey, all right. Yeah, dog. Not as cool as the other one. All right. And then uh, we're back up to Stranger here. Okay. How many are currently on the deck? On the deck? Uh, a handful. How many are near Elsie? Well, she just took down one of them. There are a couple other in her general uh, vicinity. I will throw a dart at one of them. Mm -hmm. So we'll do that first. Ooh. Oh, come on. All right, that'll miss. That's a 10. Yeah. It's it's moving around trying to fight one of the uh, the soldiers. Mm. I don't think it's... I have to hit to use my bonus action to fire. Nope, just have All to right, attack. So I'll just... Come on, don't fuck me over. Hell 19. yeah. Yeah, that Does that hits. crit with injure? Yes. Does the pepper box have injure? Yep. Yeah, then that's a crit. That is a critical, baby. So this is 2d6. Uh, 2d6 plus 12. Plus an extra 1d6. So oh, 3D6. yeah, 3d6 plus 12. <laughs> Can I use savage attacker? Yes. Yeah. Let's just see how that goes. 
Bro, That's what I like to five see. Five and a six. Let's go. Roll another. S- oh my god! Way better. Holy crap! I mean, it's that's eleven plus twelve plus a d six. They only have uh, like ten hit points. <laughs> Yeah, Eleven so plus twelve 15. plus twenty-five. Two. Twenty-five points of damage. You literally just straight up JFK'd this thing, but its whole body <laughs> it just completely atomizes. Yeah, There's just- nothing left. <laughs> Pretty much. Okay, and then your last action. My last action. I'm gonna expend a psionic die to just pick one up and drop him. Great. Uh, I'll roll a dex save. We got a 13. I'd say that's good enough. Okay. So, yeah, it, it kind of crushes its legs when it falls, but, you know, it starts to crawl around and bite at people's ankles. <laughs> uh, next in the order, we have Bast. And don't forget Gibby as well, eventually, so you don't pass over him. Gibby. Gibby. Oh, Gibby is supposed to take their turn right after your turn, so why don't we do that right now? Uh-huh. As long as you take an action to command it. A bonus action. Bruh. Bruh. Yeah, it's hard to bite something that's on your back, unfortunately. Rip. Bruh moment. Absolute I mean, it's it's only a baby dragon, Josh. Yeah. And so now, this time, for real best. (laughs) (laughs) How many, like, enemies can I see right in front of me? Roll a d4 and add one. (laughs) Uh, Two. (laughs) Okay. Are they on deck or are they on the side? A lot of them have come onto the deck at this point, but there are still some climbing up. Uh, my echo is just going to do some slashing. Sounds good. Yeah. A dirty 20. That will hit. Nice. Oh ah, my max God. damage. My God. 11. Right. Yeah. Your echo just cuts another one down. At this point, does it seem like the horde is thinning at it, all it definitely does yeah okay okay yeah it seems like there's very few that are still climbing up and the ones that are on deck are are getting overpowered since the battle seems like it's coming to a close soon this is the time to use unleash incarnation okay yeah let's do that uh 13 is a miss or no wait yeah 13 is a hit five five or- have you used Savage Attacker yet? Did you use it on the first one? I don't think so. Nah. This round, you mean? This round, yeah. Yeah, they, they just rolled eight on the die right before So you that. can re-roll that damage, Frankie. Okay. Yeah, you can use Savage Attacker. Nice. Like Much better. Here we go. Much better. All right, yeah. Your Echo cuts down another one. Nice. <laughs> and then I think we could switch back to actual me. Actual right? Bast. <laughs> actual Bast. Um... <laughs> Actual badass. You, you have an action if you want to move. Uh, I think I'm going to move. Where is Elsie to me? Is she like close to me or is she far? She's behind you like almost 60 feet. Okay, that's pretty far. It's kind of far, yeah. Well, from my echo or from me? Is your echo behind you at all? Yes. Then your echo would be a little closer, maybe 50 feet. Yeah, that's still pretty far. Can you switch places with it? Yeah. The echo uses... It's movement. On your turn, you can mentally command your echo to move up to 30 feet in any direction, no action required. So you oh, can okay. have your okay. echo move 30 feet, your bonus action switches places with it, and then you could use a move, move action. action to get all the way Wow, to so yeah, you can yeah. move. You can We're gonna you do use that. The, make use of your echo and you can move really yeah. far. We're going to do that. Okay, great, yeah. Uh, you don't have any actions left, but you make it all the way to echo. You make it all to the way echo. to echo. <laughs> <laughs> the problem with e names. Yes. Darn you. At least none of our characters have the same letter. Yeah, we letter have good name. separate have good names spread. that are very yeah. different from each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so it's the zombies' turn. So we're gonna have another round of attacks. Essentially, we'll start with two against the stranger. Oh fuck. Ooh, we got a 20 and a 21 versus AC. Not a natural 20. No. Dirty. Um, Filthy. Filthy. Do I want to use this or do I want to use the other one? Ah, fuck it. I'll use, I'll cast shield with a reaction and that will negate. Nice. Holy shit, you can do that? I can. Yeah, it'll just negate one of them. 
Well, shield right. lasts for a, the, a full round. It does, really? Yeah, it lasts the I entire round. I think that's wow. true. Yeah, I guess both of them just missed. So, clutch use of shield. <laughs> Basically, I see two of them like rush towards me, and I like cast outwards, and like a bubble surrounds me for six seconds. Is around right? Yeah, it surrounds me for six seconds as I maintain. It's like a quen, but it's made a made out of purple energy. Yeah. All right. Uh, we got two attacks towards Elsie. One of them is a nat 20. Oh, oh no. No. What was the other one? Uh, 16. Miss. Okay. 16. Bast, if you would like to, since you did move uh, right up to Elsie. Can I use? Interception. I was just going to say that. Ah, oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Thank God. Thank <laughs> God. You, you fucking moved that fast. Bast, when you use interception, you cause the attack to hit you instead. But you reduce oh, no. the damage by 1d10 plus your proficiency bonus. Uh, so I don't think you make the attack two. hit you instead. I think you just hit the- No. It's, reduce the damage. Uh, no, yeah. I think you do. Wait, it still hits Elsie. You? you just reduce the damage. Yeah, yeah sorry. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. true. Okay, so yeah. it is max damage, which is- Oh, uh, God. T- 23. You're fucking serious? Holy Critical shit. Hit. But yeah, now Bast, you get to reduce that. Oh, I'm my right. God. Yeah, so roll, roll a the 1d10. And you add two. Seven plus Seven. two is oh, nine. That, oh, good, nine. good, good. So it goes from so, 23 down to 14. Okay. I am not actually bloodied from that. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> I'm just above half. Great. Aren't you glad I came over here? <laughs> but it's still like, what was the attack? It was a bite. Ooh. Yeah, that went deep. Even even there, with the interception. There's not as much armor on your neck. In fact, there might be no armor on your neck, and this creature is just able to, you know, get in there and bite a chunk of flesh out of your neck. Uh, yeah. Uh, we do have one attacking Bast, and an 18 versus AC is going to hit you while you're not dual wielding. Mm, okay. Dang. Uh, that is nine points of piercing damage. Do I reduce that or? Uh, yes, your armor is going to reduce that by two. The one that's on Gibby is going to attack. Twenty-one versus AC. Oh shit! Nine points of piercing damage. These hot rolls, hot rolls, and then one is going to attack Bast's Echo. A sixteen versus AC. Your echo has AC 14 plus your proficiency bonus. Yes. So 16. So it matches. Uh, then that's a hit. And your uh, your echo uh, vanishes then because it has one hit point. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. But that is the end of their turn. Doesn't, the soldiers are going to make their attack. Doesn't Gibby get a reaction because one's on his back? Go ahead and make an attack for that. Bro. Oh. 12. That's a miss. What is with these dice today? <laughs> it's kind of like flip-flopping. So. No, like literally, I've right. rolled like 13, 12s, and 11s. At this point, you have killed enough of them that we're just going to transition out of combat into a, a scene. Let's say there's one of the zombies that is like coming towards Elsie. I have 40 mm-hmm. feet of movement. I will use all of it to like run up its back and ju- like springboard off its shoulders while i'm in mid-air i just want to shoot it uh, oh roll an acrobatics check all right yeah. i have a plus seven to this bro i'm gonna use an inspiration bro rolls a two <laughs> <laughs> that's a two nine for 16 yeah, okay yeah on a 16 okay you, you're able to do it Wow. Uh, so yeah. Imagine that. Uh, I'm a look cool face plants right know, in the deck. It's a like massive splinter a... in your face. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been good. That would have been You take so good. two points of piercing damage. <laughs> so the, the soldiers are firing at them. Uh, Captain Magical shows up with a gun and uh, sh- shoots, just like unloads a, a clip. Yeah. I, I just start <laughs> pepper boxing uh, yeah. them up. And you are able to uh, to clear off the rest of them. People check the size. No more are coming up. You have killed all of them. And that will definitely be the end of the session. We've gone a little bit over time. Yeah. Um, but that was real fun. quick, real quick, we have to do experience points. Okay. Is there a place to write this down on here? 
Yes, I believe there is. These questions can apply to episode one or two. Did you defeat a worthy or deadly opponent? Probably. Uh, probably not. Yes. I mean, I, I don't mean, know. That depends the, on- The horde is one opponent. I wouldn't say it was deadly. We was dispatched them pretty yeah. freaking quickly. Okay, sure. Yeah. But I mean, that's my own opinion. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, everybody else gets an experience point. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> No, nah, I'm, I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. That's- uh, I, I consider the Horde as a whole to be a, uh, a worthy. Yeah. Well, not, not a deadly, but a, a worthy encounter. A worthy. Okay. Yeah. So you may all take one experience point for that. Did you as a party or individually uh, solve a challenging puzzle? Not this one. Did anyone's personality traits come up? I yes, definitely. Yeah, I would say Elsie with the giving of the flower crown. I, that that could be yeah. Uh, that could be one of my ideals. Elsie's uh, flaw is I easily lose track of time. I'm always running late. Oh yeah, that, yeah, that's, that's definitely, definitely happened. I can't benefit more than once from the from the yeah. personality traits. Right, you can only gain one experience per session for any personality trait. But Connor, you definitely yeah. get one. I don't know. Did I insult anyone by speaking out of turn? That I don't think so. No. Okay, then not me. That was the only thing I could think of. Mm-hmm. Best definitely best got close, but it hasn't happened yet. Okay, and. Uh, Josh, what do you think? I don't think so. All right. Really? Really nothing? And you're like- No, your not ideal, my flaw. Your bond. Your bond. No it could be any of the personality trait. traits. Hmm. No, I don't think so. All right, yeah. How many to the next level? Once you get to eight, 14. I believe you reach level two. Or no, wait, you guys well, are level we're three. third level. Yeah, so, so. You, need, uh, you need 13 to get to level four. Yeah. Uh, I would say you you have completed a quest of sorts doing the the ceremony. A pretty small quest, but each of you gain one experience point. All right. Okay. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of New World presented by Vitamin Dice. Once again, that's V-Y-T-A-M-I-N Dice. We hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed making it. Look out for our social media presence so you can follow this campaign. If you enjoyed the show, want to support us, and are excited for bonus content, then you should become a patron on our Patreon. Just look for Vitamin Dice. And remember, 9 out of 10 doctors recommend a regular dose of Vitamin D, and the D stands for Dice.